Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Dare Daniel podcast. My name is Daniel Barnes. I'm the film critic for the Sacramento News Interview. My co-host, as always, is comedian Quirky McDonald. Say hello to the nice people. Hey, everybody. How are you? On this little fun-sized mini-episode, we're going to take a look to next week's review of The Dark Tower. We're going to look back at our previous review of Theodore Rex. We're going to answer our question of the week, favorite and least favorite Stephen King-related movies. And then we're going to read a couple of your listener dares. Corky! Yeah! Let's start by looking ahead to The Dark Tower. That is the film we're going to be reviewing next week. Okay. Came out in 2017, directed by Nicolas Arcel, stars Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. This is an adaptation of the popular Stephen King series of books. And let's listen to the trailer. Go to the clip! For thousands of generations, the gunslingers were knights. Sworn to protect us from the coming of the dark. These visions, as you call them. What do you see? I see a tower. The man in black. And the gunslinger. They're just dreams. They're not real, Jake. There's another world out there. I know there is. Who are you? It's you. You're a gunslinger, right? There are no gunslingers. Not anymore. Why does the man in black want to destroy the tower? The tower protects both our worlds. If it falls, hell will be unleashed. He's like the devil, isn't he? No, he's worse. You can't stop what's coming. Death always wins. Your world might be gone, but mine isn't. You let that tower fall, billions of people die. Do they have guns and bullets in your world? You're gonna like Earth a lot. All right, let's go. So that was The Dark Tower. It is available on all of your usual VOD services. Your Voodoo, your iTunes, your Shmoodoo, your Shmitunes. Yeah. Whatever, you, whatever you're into. Whatever freaky shit you're into. <laughs> whatever schmap you listen to. You watch. can watch this movie while you're doing it. Should be a fun, lively discussion, I think. I, it, it gets a little lively at times. Get, it gets a little, I would not heated. Contentious? Lukewarm? Controversial? Debated. Debated. Talked about. <laughs> Discussed. <laughs> Discussed. <laughs> so check that out on Tuesday, our review of The Dark Tower. Now, let's take a look back at our previous episode where we reviewed a little film called Theodore Rex. Very little film. From 1995. Corgi, looking back on the experience of Theodore Rex, have you gotten over it? Are you sleeping nights again? Uh, what's going on there? The nightmares still come, Daniel. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> the dinosaurs are always, they're going to get you. Therapy bills through the roof from this movie. Anything to add now that the review belongs to history and we've watched and spent a little space? Is there anything you want to add to our original review? Just how bonkers it is that they had to sue Whoopi Goldberg to make <laughs> to this movie. To be in the movie. <laughs> and she only kind of does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, 
Absolutely. She I, does the barest minimum. We of say the actors look bored. We say that kind of stuff. But she is so checked out yeah, in this movie. She looks very irritated. Yeah, that movie, as we discussed during the episode, it's only available on YouTube for free in kind of a bootleg copy. It's not out there on VOD. It's not. You can't rent it. It's, this movie has been <laughs> hidden. Hidden from the public. I do not suggest you watch it. I suggest you watch, like, jump to a random place in the middle of the movie, watch 30 seconds, and you've got the idea. You've got it. That's Theodore Rex. Go check that episode out. Uh, It was a fun one to record. Not a fun movie to watch, but a fun one to record. Slog. But let's move ahead to our question of the week. Corky, The Dark Tower, as we were mentioning, it is a Stephen King adaptation. Very popular series of books. Popular franchise. And there have been dozens, dozens of movies made from Stephen King properties. Yeah. Or Richard Bachman properties or whoever else he's calling himself these days. Yeah. So we thought, let's pick our favorite, but also our least favorite uh, Stephen King-related movies. Because sometimes it gets a little obvious uh, going one way or the other. But let's let's go with both because we, we want to be positive. Yeah. While also being negative. Um, okay. <laughs> So, Corky, lots to choose from. A ton, yeah. Um, Do you have a favorite Stephen King movie adaptation? Let's talk about that first. I do. It is a a Stephen King adaptation, not a Richard Bachman adaptation. Okay. And it is Stand By Me. Okay. Stand By Me is my favorite, perhaps just nostalgically, Mm -hmm. because it came out when I was a boy, uh, about the same age as the protagonist in the movie. But it's not a horror movie so much. Yeah. It's very atypical for Stephen King, although he does do a lot of the kind of coming of age movie types, uh, coming of age story type of stuff. You can see Rob Reiner revisiting his childhood in the movie, and it's narrated very well by Richard Dreyfuss. And great performances. Yes. River River Phoenix and Kiefer Sutherland uh, as young actors doing a great job. Yeah. My favorite movie, probably a pretty obvious pick for favorite Stephen King movie, it is The Shining uh, by the great Stanley Kubrick. And interestingly, this is one that Stephen King hates the most yep. because it is not very faithful to his book. And maybe that's why I like it. Yep, could be. Um, because there have been a lot of bad faithful Stephen King adaptations, probably more bad faithful ones than good faithful ones. Um, but then my other favorite one is Carrie. It's kind of a toss-up between Shining and Carrie. But as with a lot of these, I think it just comes down to Stanley Kubrick, Brian De Palma, great directors make great movies regardless of the circumstances. I've or never genre. seen Carrie. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I've fantastic. Never seen it. I know uh, you're 1976, a... Brian De Palma. Uh, I know you're a big De Palma guy and a big, big William Cat fan. So <laughs> Huge William Cat fan. See them all. I still see them all. Um, if I were going to pick an underrated one, though, that people should see that is, is not, I mean, because Shining and Carrie, those are, are practically canon at this point. Sure. Go check out The Mist from 2007, a very uh, interesting little film. That was very good. Uh, how about least favorite movies? There's a lot to choose from here. But taking The Dark Tower out of consideration, this came down to two movies for me. The Lawnmower Man from 1992. Oh, Yeah. That almost seems too obvious. It's nothing like the lawnmower. And it, it has, I think he actually sued to like have his name removed or it something just has like the that. Same title. It has nothing to do with the book. I'm going to go with a film from 2004 called Secret Window. Oh, yeah. Directed by David Kep, starring Johnny Depp as a writer, stalked by a strange man who is accusing him of stealing his story. Um, it has one of the dumbest twist endings of all time and one of the most ridiculous reveal scenes that I have ever seen. I will get a link to it on uh, our post for this episode because you have to check it out. It is too amazing. It is what I call the shooter shoot her scene. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Check it out. 
Uh, Quirky, how about you? Do you have a pick for worst Stephen King adaptation? Yeah, actually I do. And it's one of those where it's the worst because of what, again, kind of like my Daredevil one, what I was bringing to it. I really, really liked the book. Uh, it's The Dark Half. Okay, yeah. Starring Timothy Hutton. Yeah. And it just it did not live up to what I thought was really good about the book. I don't know who made it, but it looks dingy and crappy. Yeah, and that was from the early 90s, I believe. Yes, right? yeah. early to mid-90s. So those are our picks for the best and worst Stephen King adaptations. But uh, then again, I don't know how the fuck you adapt a, a faithful Stephen King book at all. The third acts of Stephen King books. Oh, because they just meander all they over go, the place. And it's they go like, bonkers. Let me describe this gum wrapper for like 15 pages. I mean, how do you do the Langoliers, right? <laughs> Where the, like the earth is being eaten alive below the plane. And So those are our picks for the best and worst Stephen King adaptations. If you got some picks for yours, hit us up on Dare Daniel Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or go to the website, Dare Daniel we would love to hear what you guys have to say. And if we put out a poll, let us know if your picks are on there. If not, let us know what your pick w- picks are. And speaking of listener feedback, let's read a couple of our listener dares. Uh, we've been taking these dares. Uh, again, go to daredaniel.com or hit us up on uh, any of our social media channels and dare us to watch the most horrifying movies you can imagine. Taking dares right now for our October series called Scare Daniel. Right. But so, if you know of any other movies that you want to... Horror movies, not horror movies, just horrible movies. Horrible. Very good. This first dare comes to us from my mother. Hey, what's up, Mom Barnes? My mother, ladies and gentlemen. It's <laughs> Kafka-esque. I'm just crazy. It's so great we got Woody on the podcast. Friend of the show, Woody Allen. My mother dared me to what, keep doing it or not? I think we had enough. Oh, just keep going. No. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, my mother dared us to watch Gotti. Ah. From 2018. It's, I want to see I this. Don't, I think it's out of theaters now, but it was just in theaters. It stars John Travolta in the role he was born to play. Mob <laughs> boss John Gotti with wife Kelly Preston as wife Victoria Gotti. Oh. The film was directed by Kevin Connolly, better known as the shortest of all of the short guys on Entourage. Not a hit with the critics. Right. Why did my mom dare us to watch this movie? She says, I have only one word for Dare Daniel. Gotti. <laughs> Mic drop. Your mom gets it. She gets it. She gets it. 44 producers. What could possibly go wrong? Are you fucking kidding me? That's what it says. 44 producers. That's just more creativity, right? <laughs> That's just more great ideas. All just flooding in at the same time. There's a great saying about too many chefs, and it's <laughs> that they always make it taste better. Yeah, Quirky, you and I actually, we had plans to go and watch this movie, but I think it's out of theaters and we weren't able to see it. But we are definitely going to get around to it once this thing comes out on video. We missed our nine-day window. We missed the two weeks where this was in theaters, but don't worry. It's got a long life ahead of it on shitty cable channels. Jesus. Uh, our next dare comes to us from friend of the show, David Paul. David Paul! He dares us to watch a little film called Exposed. It is from 2016. It was written and directed by G. Malik Linton. I've never heard of this movie. It stars Keanu Reeves, Ana de Armas, Big Daddy Kane, and Mira Sorvino. Dreamcast. <laughs> Why did David Paul dare us to watch this movie? He says, I watched 10 minutes of this Keanu Reeves supernatural detective movie, mostly to figure out if Keanu is wearing a prosthetic face. I couldn't take the stench of this film long enough to figure it out. Clearly a job for Team Dare Daniel. <laughs> and that's really the right idea, right? You couldn't make 10 minutes. No. Yeah. 
It, and that's the idea. That is, is. If you have that movie where you started watching it and it was so awful you had to turn it off, tell us. We'll watch the rest of it. We'll tell you what happened. We'll fill in the blanks. Come on. Yeah. Uh, the IMDb synopsis says, A police detective investigates the truth behind his partner's death. The mysterious case reveals disturbing police corruption and a dangerous secret involving an unlikely young woman. I did a little research. This movie was not actually released. <laughs> in America, it was released straight to VOD. Uh, apparently about 20 minutes were cut from the film uh, before its release. The director had his name removed and replaced with a, a pseudonym. All just great signs yeah. of a quality picture. Well, I mean, Gotti only ran for nine days longer than this did in theaters. <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> so it's got that on it. Uh, so that is all the dares we have this week. Again, keep those dares coming in. Yeah. Visit us at our website. Check out our social media channels. Tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. Well, tell us what you don't like. Tell me what you don't like because Corky can't. It's going to hurt me. He is very fragile. Yeah. If you say for days, if you say anything to him, I swear to God, I will come after you hard. So that's all we have on this mini episode of Dare Down. Leave you feeling good there. Uh, (laughs) Check (laughs) out guilt trip to my mother. (laughs) I can't do a Woody Allen. That was not Woody Allen. My mother, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Kafkaesque. <laughs> What's Kafkaesque from? What, what I have movie? no idea. Okay. That's just what I do. As a, that's my Woody Allen impression. Is basically I go, my mother, ladies and gentlemen, and then I go, it's it's Kafkaesque. It's, it's crazy. Are you crazy? This is insane. Anyway, <laughs> so for Dare Daniel, check out our review of The Dark Tower on Tuesday. Sure. Uh, let us know what you think of that. I think it'll be a fun show. And we'll be back with another one of these mini-episodes every Thursday. New reviews every Tuesday, new mini-episodes every Thursday. So for Dare Daniel, I am Daniel Barnes. And I'm Cork McDonald saying uh, thank you to some of the uh, movie podcast hashtags like Movie Pod Squad, Pod and Family. Find some good stuff there. Hi everyone, I'm Gav. I'm Alex. I'm Dave. I'm Joel. And I'm Austin. And we are Films on Trial. Basically, we take a film and we put it on trial. It's as simple as that. The films are suggested to us by our listeners and are then picked out of the hat at random, as are our roles. The first role is that of the defense who is trying to get the film placed on the hit list. And then there's the prosecutor who is trying to condemn the film. And most importantly, we have the judge who decides which list the film should be placed on based solely on the arguments put to them and not using their own opinion. There's also plenty of other things to keep you entertained, including some terrible songs, some poor xylophone playing, some questionable impressions, a caption contest, a quiz, and a whole host of banter. So, if you like the sounds of that, then why not check us out on your local podcast platform or on our website, filmsontrial.co.uk, where we will be in your ears. In the meantime, back to you, Daniel and Corky. Absolutely. Keep uh, hitting us up on the old Soch. Yeah, the old give us mad Farosh Soch, as Jonathan from Queer Eye would say. <laughs> You're giving me Farosh, and I want Soch. But yeah, I'm Corky McDonald saying uh, love you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>